but I want to greet those of you who have joined us on television. Uh, may I ask everybody here to give a very good welcome to our visitors on television. I want to take you into the Word of God today, and uh, I'm going to read from the book of Ephesians as I start, Ephesians chapter 6. My theme today is uh, the perfect place to learn submission. The perfect place to learn submission. And I'm still continuing on the series Family Under Attack. We realize that the family is really in great stress in the times in which we are living. So Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Very powerful word in the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Now, I want to take you also to Hebrews chapter 5, and I'm going to read from verse 8. Hebrews 5 verse 8. The Bible says here, Even so, Jesus was God's son. He learned obedience from the things he suffered. In this way, God qualified him as a perfect high priest. And he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. And God designated him to be a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Let's pray. Lord our God, we are so grateful that you are alive, that you are on the throne, that you are reigning and ruling, and Lord, that when we come to you, we can find refuge under your wings. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you so much for your word today, and I pray, Lord, let this word become truth and life to all of us who listen. I pray, Lord, that you give us answers to the needs we are facing around us today. In the name of the Lord, I pray. Amen. My subject, as I said, today is the perfect place to learn submission. And that perfect place is the family, the nuclear family, the small family, father, mother, children, but also the family of God, which is the church. And there's no better place in the world than the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I want to begin to tell you how important submission is. And I know there are a lot of people who wonder, you know, submission, that's not something good. You know, when the Bible tells us, uh, submit to authorities or submit to uh, your husband or submit to your parents, you know, there's always some kind of pressure involved. But I want you to understand the submission God is talking about has nothing to do with force. It has nothing to do with being pushed into something, but it is a lifestyle which is powerful and wonderful. A lifestyle which has got a lot of promises from above. 
Now, I want to make some statements, and uh, if uh, you think they are not true, please stay with me, because I want to show you from the Word of God that indeed this is true. I want to make a statement, and I believe it is very, very true, that life is impossible without submission. Life is impossible without submission. Now, there are a lot of people who think otherwise today, but I want to make you understand that we all submit to realities which we cannot change. You know, we submit to the elements. When the day is breaking, you get up. You know, when the sun sets and, uh, you know, you get tired in the evening, you go to bed, at least under normal circumstances. We submit to the conditions which are found in our worlds. There are seasons. You don't go out and uh, sow in the wrong season because you will not get anything. You need to understand what is the season of our time. And that's when you go out and sow your seed and you expect a harvest in its own season. So we all submit to those principles. As a natural thing, every human being has to accept this whether he or she likes it or not. That is not the issue, but we all submit to the creation God has put before us. You know, we hear about terrible disasters in our world. I mean, what can you do? You say, I'm going to stand here when the volcano comes. I'm not going to submit. Well, then you are going to be buried alive. And not only be buried, you know, if a volcano comes and, 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 and the lava is uh, flowing over you, you are going to burn up and you, nothing is going to be left of you. So you submit to those kind of powers, isn't it? And you know, there are terrible things happening in our world. There is no way we, cannot, we can say that we do not submit. You know, today you hear people talk about global warming. Problems are left, right, and center around us. And if we are saying, we just close our eyes, we have nothing to do with this, we will be perishing unless we understand something can be done and something needs to be done, we can make a difference. So we need to submit to the elements, whether you like it or not, you have to. We submit to everyday occurrences. You know, I mean, those of you who are working, you have to submit to the schedule. If you say, well, today I don't feel like going uh, to work at 8 o'clock, I will go at uh, 10.30. How many times will you do that? You will very soon write applications for a new job. Because you have to submit. Just imagine, people are saying, I don't care what the rules are saying. Uh, concerning driving on the street, I drive the way I want. You know, in Germany or in Europe, most of Europe, in the US, uh, people drive on the other side of the street. Okay? Now, if people come from there and they say, I don't care what the rules are here over in, in, in Zambia and in Southern Africa, I drive on the same side I'm used to, what will happen? Mm. Big bangs, you know, but not the big bang which some people talk about uh, that the creation has come out of a big bang, you know, but a big bang which will bring disaster. You know, it doesn't even take you far, even if you cross the border to 
Congo, you have to switch sides. You have to submit. If you don't submit, you will see the results very quickly. So every single one of us, whether we like it or not, will have to learn submission. And these are just the general things every single one of us has to accept and has to obey. We can't run away from those things. The Bible tells us very clear that we also have to submit to authority. You know, the book of Romans chapter 13, and not only there, but in other scriptures, the Bible tells us that God is the one who has set leaders into this world, whether they are political leaders, whether they are spiritual leaders, whether they are leaders in the home, wherever. God wants the people to understand that submission to that leadership God has put into place is absolutely vital. You know, without submission, and I say it again, life is impossible. At least good life is impossible. You can go further down and, uh, you know, see that submission is necessary even amongst different people. The Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians chapter 5.21 that we should submit to one another. You see, when both people want to take the high road, then there is this easy clash. But when people are prepared to humble themselves, things will move very smoothly. So God wants us to learn to submit to one another in the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. And finally, of course, we must submit to God because he is the creator of all things. He is the one who has made heaven and earth. He is the one who has brought everything into place. And obviously we have to submit to him more to, than anything else in this world. So submission is an absolute necessity. And anybody who says something else does not really reflect enough to see the need of every human being to submit. Now, the Bible tells us in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, and that's a very important scripture, that uh, man needs to submit to Christ. Okay? Most of the people, they start with the woman who needs to submit to the husband, and that's true. But also the man needs to submit to Christ. And Christ also submits to his heavenly Father. You know, that's very, very interesting and very powerful. So Christ is not asking for anything which he himself is not doing. So understand that submission is a way of life. And life will flourish, life will be good when people submit to the lords, to the authority set over them, to one another and live in that lifestyle of submission. In the book of James chapter 4 verse 7, the Bible says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, the Bible says you don't have to submit to the devil, but you need to submit to God. Unfortunately, today, today there are a lot of people who are submitting to the wrong authority, and that is the devil. The devil was never set to be an authority. You know, the devil was never lifted on 
uh, level of authority. He has grabbed authority for, me, for himself away from the human beings which were given authority. You know, every president in the world has got more authority than the devil has because God is the one who put those people into power. You understand that? But the devil has no authority because he has not been given by God. He's a thief. Don't forget that. So when you submit, don't submit to the devil. Submit to the creator. Submit to the almighty. Submit to God who has put all things into place. Now, I want you to understand that submission is not something which just comes automatically. No human being ever have, who has ever walked on the earth has been born with inbuilt submission. Submission needs to be learned. Okay? Are we together? Submission needs to be learned. And it's not easy to learn. In fact, uh, there are always... Uh, some whispering voices around, no, don't do that. Why should you? You know? And of course, that is the voice of the devil because he has not submitted to God the Almighty, so he wants you also to rebel. But submission is absolutely vital for peaceful living together, for harmony in our worlds. The Bible tells us that Jesus learned to be obedient. He learned to submit. And the Bible tells us that he learned to submit in all the things he suffered. Now, I can assure you that Jesus learned submission growing up as a child at home. When Mary, his mother, took care for him. When Joseph, his stepfather, was looking after him. He learned submission right then and there. And you know, as he was going further, as he was growing up, you know, through the hardships and the difficulties, through the persecution, through the suffering, he perfected that obedience and submission to such a way that he can bring salvation to all of us. Praise the Lord. So really, as you see, submission is not something which falls in your laps, but submission is a quality which we need to learn. No one comes into this world as a submissive person. Mothers, I want to ask you, you know, have you noticed your babies, you know, sometimes they, they want to scratch you, you know, and as they grow up, they become naughty, isn't it? You know, uh, children, as nice as they are, you know, they have a will of their own. And they immediately they begin to crawl and to walk, you need to take things out of their reach, because otherwise they there will be a lot of uh, broken things in the house. Even children have got that, you know, rebellious spirit in them because we are all born as sinners. Every single one of us comes into this world with a problem which is caused by sin, which we have inherited by our great-great-grandfather Adam and uh, his wife Eve. So we all need to learn that submission. Yet in every society, there are people who refuse to submit. Is that true? That's why we are building prisons. 
You know, if everybody would submit 100%, you would not need a prison. If everybody would live according to scripture, to the word of God, the perfect law in this world, you would not need any prison at all. You would not need courts. You would not need a police force because life would be perfect. It would be bliss. It would be heaven on earth. But of course we realize that is not the case. Why? Because there are some people who do not learn to submit, who refuse submission in their life. And that's very unfortunate. Sometimes we see that whole groups of people are rebelling. Case in point, look down to South Africa, what is happening now? You know where thousands of people are being displaced because people feel they have the right to attack others. For whatever reasons, that is secondary. But the fact is that people do not submit. We look north, what has happened a while ago in Kenya. You know where people were killing each other in broad daylight. We look around in our world, in different countries in this world, where groups of people are rising against each other and where there is anarchy. You know, when people stop submitting to rules and laws laid down, to authorities, then you have anarchy, which eventually leads to civil war. And that's what we see in our world in a tremendous way. Sad to say, but it's a reality. So submission is absolutely important. We must not take law into our own hands. You know, God has a way to have his will be done. And that's why the Bible tells us that we should pray that his will be done as it is in heaven, so it be on earth. If you see that the will of God is not done in your area, you should not also go out of the will of God and take a stick and beat others up because then you are just the same. You understand? But what you should do instead is that you pray, Lord, let your will be done in this situation. And you know, we should pray for these countries just like we have done this morning. We should pray for South Africa. We should pray for Zimbabwe. We should pray for Kenya. We should pray for Iraq. We should pray for the, the terrible happenings in China, in uh, uh, Myanmar or Firma Burma. We should pray for these people because, you know, whatever happens there, Things are out of control through one or the other way, but we should pray that the will of God should be done in those places. The earlier we learn submission, the better. You know, you know in Germany we have a saying, what little hands will not learn the big hands will not learn anymore. In other words, it's much easier for children to learn principles than it is for adults. I'm not saying it is impossible for grown-up people to learn, but you know, people who are rebellious and have grown up in their rebellion, it's very, very difficult for them to change. Let me give you an example. If you are planting a small tree, and that tree is crooked, you can easily 
put it straight. Okay? It's very easy. And if it is not staying straight, you put a stick there, and you bind it together with a stick, and it will walk straight. And you know, that's why we have the Word of God. That's our stick. Okay? So that we know how to grow, which direction to grow, what is the right way to live in this world. But if you have a tree which has grown old, and you try to straighten it out, it will not work. You will either kill it or leave it. Okay? And so it is true for every human being that it is much, 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 much easier for children to learn submission, to learn a good way of life, to learn the important principles of life, than to neglect to teach our children and then come back when they have grown old and try to change what has gone wrong. That's why our life in our families is so important. You know, that's why parents, it is so important that you dedicate your time, your life to your children as they are young and as they are growing up so that they are learning submission in your home. Because I tell you, that is really the right place to learn submission. The family like no other place, is really the best place to learn submission. You know, when, when children go to school and they have not learned submission at home, they will always run into trouble. Isn't it? When people join the army and they have not learned submission in their homes and in the school, then they will be in trouble. Am I right? When people go to work and they have not learned submission, there will be problems and they might not last long in that place. So, the family is the perfect place to learn submission. You know, because in the family, we are growing up. And I say, this ought to be the case. It's not always the case, but it ought to be the case. In a family, we grow up in a loving environment. In other words, when things go wrong, there is mom, there is dad who will jump and catch what has gone wrong. Okay, if a child is falling, it will be he or she will be lifted up. And, you know, the loving environment gives children a chance to try things out. And I want to tell you, parents, you know, don't be worried about your children trying things out, even if they are not always right. They are in your home so that you can teach them to do the right things. They must try things. They must make mistakes. Okay, just like you and I, we make mistakes. We must fall. But when we fall, we always fall into loving hands. And we are being trained that this is not a good way to do things. Let's do it this way. Okay? You see, if we are not learning that in our homes where there is a loving environment, we will have problems out there in a society which is sometimes very hostile because if we fall we are going to be destroyed. There's nobody waiting to catch us and lift us up and help us most of the time. You know, if such things happen in your working place, you will be kicked out. You might not be trained, at least in the basic issues of submission. And that's why it is so important that we learn to submit to our gods. God has 
brought us together as families to exercise love in that relationship, to know that we can care for each other and build on each other, count on each other, that when things go wrong, we'll still have somebody who cares for us. You know, in the family is where we learn to respect the views and the rights of others. If we don't respect it in the home, it will be difficult for us to respect the rights of others and the views of others later on in the world. You know, that's why it is good to have children. The Bible says children are blessings of the Lord. Amen? Because children will be able to, you know, be together, help each other. And every child is different. Have you noticed? Those of you who have children, do you notice that every child is different? One was, wants to go this direction, the other one has a different opinion of life altogether. They are different. And that's why, you know, they are in that relationship to learn to respect each other, to submit to one another. It's so important. And you know, in family, there is mom and there is dad. Okay? Those are role models. It's very interesting. The, I think it was yesterday or day before yesterday, I heard uh, um, on, 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 uh, while I was driving on BBC, they were discussing an issue, how important is a father in a, in a family? And of course, there are some strange views these days. You know, it doesn't matter, somebody said, it doesn't matter whether you have a father, whether you have males or females, as long as you have got some elderly people who are taking care and love the children. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I love, most of the people said, you know, I realize it is important that a father is there. There was one man who phoned and he said, I never knew how important a father was because I grew up without my father. But when I grew up, I realized there were things I missed which I never received. My mother loved me, but still more, she could not be a father to me. She was a mother. And so I never got certain qualities in my life. And that's why it's so important to understand that family life is a perfect creation of God. You know, God does not make mistakes. He did that for our own good. And you know, children in a family, they are there to see mom and dad. Dad to submit to Christ. Okay, of course I know, most of the dads, they always look downwards. They say, woman, you must submit to me. But you know, we must understand men need to first of all look upwards and say, Lord, here I am. I lay down my life before you. And you know, when we do that, when we submit, when we obey, when we humble ourselves before the Lord, then we will have no problem for our wives to submit also. You know, it's when we are just demanding something, then most of the time we'll not get it. But when we submit, then we also receive submission. And that's why 1 Corinthians 11, 3 verse, uh, verse 3 says it's so clear. You know, submission is like a chain reaction. 
Christ submits to the Father. The man needs to submit to Christ. The woman needs to submit to the man. The children must submit to the parents. It's like a chain. And if you are breaking that chain, you cannot do anything because a broken chain is not going to work. It doesn't matter where it is cut, but if it's cut, it will not do the job. And so, really, submission is absolutely important. So children learn to obey from mom, how she learns to submit to that. Children learn from that how he submits to the Lord. And I say this ought to be the way. It's not always the case. But you know, I'm preaching to Christians, many Christians at least. And I want you to look into your own life and ask yourself, am I the role model God wants me to be? Am I submitting as a man to Christ so that my children can see I'm somebody who respects and obeys the word of the Lord? As a mother, ask yourself, am I submitting to my husband? Can I be a good role model to my children? Will they be able to see in my life that really I submit to my husband? Because when that is the case, Children will learn by seeing. You know, because you can tell your child anything. If you do something else, they will still do what you do and not what you say. So God has a great, great way of training people in the homes very early in life already. And I think this is really important. Let me take you quickly to the book of Hebrew chapter 12. Verse 7. As much as we are in a family, we are also in the family of God, and sometimes in a family, discipline is required. Discipline is necessary in the home and in the church. And the Bible say, tells us here in Hebrews 12, 7, as you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. So in other words, God wants us to learn submission. All right? Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and you are not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? That's a powerful word. For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us, so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for, for those who are trained in this way. Oh, praise the Lord. So you see clearly here that God has a wonderful outcome as submission is learned, as obedience is 
put into our life as a reality, you know, it always brings forth good fruits. If you ask a child who has just been disciplined, you know, that child would tell you, that is bad, I don't like it. And I remember when I was young, and I told you before, you know, my brother and I, we were quite some two naughty boys, and we had always some mischief in our, in our mind. And so, of course, discipline was necessary. And I, we did some, some, some bad things, you know. We went to neighbors' houses and uh, put uh, dirt on the doors and, you know, all kinds of things. I don't want to tell you, uh, not that you are following that bad example. I'm no longer the same person, by the way. <laughs> but we did some bad stuff, you know. And so, when we came home, Neighbors came and said, there they were again. You know, of course, discipline had to follow. And I tell you, discipline was not nice. And my brother and I, I remember one time we were hiding in the barn, you know, and we were saying, maybe this is not our father at all, you know. Because when his hand hit, it hit in the right place. <laughs> there was no apology, you know. I tell you. We didn't forget it quickly, but you know, what we didn't know was that it achieved something. It did something good, and we became different people. Not by having a beating one time, it took a, a few beatings, you know. It took discipline time and time again. But eventually, we became people who were useful for society. And today, I must say, I thank my father. If I didn't have my father, you know, if I just look back and I say, my mother would have been the only parent to bring me up, I would have been quite a, I would have remained a naughty boy. Because my mother was always forgiving, you know. She, she sometimes became very annoyed. She says, ah, you did it again, you know. You, 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 you made another hole in your trousers, which I was very good in, you know. So she was angry, but then after some time she was melting like cheese, you know. <laughs> and so I know how important my father was in my life because when he disciplined, he disciplined that you remembered. <laughs> and that's what we need. Brothers and sisters, we need that. Because at the end of the day, we are going somewhere. We want to achieve something. And if we are left the way we are, we are not going to make it. You know, discipline is very funny. You know, there are some children who would run away and join another family immediately if they could. They, now they can't. That's difficult, you know. But in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, it happens. You know, whenever discipline comes, it's like, oh, me, I'm off. You know, let me join another church somewhere. But you are hurting yourself, my friend. Because you have not learned something which is important for you and for your future. So when discipline comes, even so it is painful, you should welcome it. And you should say, I know I've got a loving father who has got a greater plan for my life and who will not be able to get to that destiny of mine if I'm not learning my lesson today. And that's why submission, obedience... It's very good, you know. We need to learn it. And when we learn it, there will be rewards. Now, do you know that a father who sees a child submitting 
will give more freedom to that child. You know, if you have a naughty boy, you will try to keep a limit on that naughty boy. Because you know, immediately I let him go, he will cause chaos. But when that boy has learned to submit, and you know, now I can trust that boy. You know, I know how he was, but today now I can see he's a responsible boy. He's submissive. You can say, okay, you can go. I have no problem because I know, I know you, you will not cause havoc. And so, submissive people are people who will receive more freedom from above. Okay? Whether it's in the home, whether it's at the working place, whether it's uh, in society, or whether it's in our relationship with our God. It is very true. You know, if your boss knows that you have got long fingers, you know, he will make sure that he keeps a good eye on you. Okay? He will make sure that nothing will be left lying around because he knows anytime anything is left here, they disappear. <laughs> but if your boss knows that you can be trusted, that you are absolutely obedient and submissive, that you humble yourself under the leadership of that place, anything can be left in that place because your boss, he or she, whatever the case may be, knows exactly that everything is safe in your presence. And wouldn't you love to be such a person? A person who can be trusted, a person who you don't have to be afraid of, because whenever something happens, you know, everybody says, oh, he has come. You know, just put everything out into security. You know, this guy is nearby. I don't think it's nice to live such a kind of life. Is it not right? So, remember, submission, we all need to learn, and the best place to learn it is in the family. Parents, don't be afraid to teach your children submission and if need be to discipline them. It's necessary. I knew a certain man for whom I had great respect and still I have benefited a lot from that man. He was one of the preachers I grew up under and uh, he had a great, great insight in the word of God. But one thing, he was not a good example in. He believed he should not discipline his children. And he said, every time I take my hand up, I say, no, it's better not to. And he talked about this. Unfortunately, some of his children ended up in a very bad way. So understand, discipline is not optional. Discipline is absolutely necessary. And you know, when you are in a situation which is bad because you put yourself into that place, you should ask God, God, discipline me. I'm serious. Children, if you are maneuvering yourself into a bad place, you should go to your parents and say, please, pa Father, discipline me. I need it. 
I, I know you're laughing because who is going to do such a thing, you know? <laughs> but I'm telling you, discipline is good. Hey, yes, I know it's painful. It's not easy when it comes. But it is actually propelling us forwards. It is actually achieving something good in our life. Do you know that discipline is a blessing? Hmm. Anyway, let me show you. Discipline, as the Bible says here, is going to work out something good. You know, since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of our father, of the father of our spirits, and live forever? So discipline is good. Agreed? Okay. There's no... Uh, uh, excitement uh, in saying, yeah, this is me. Yeah, give me, give me. But deep down in our heart, we all agree, isn't it? We all agree it is actually good. And friends, parents, remember, discipline is required in the family. Don't be afraid to discipline your children. Don't be afraid to discipline yourself. Do you know that the best discipline is self-discipline? And we can do that because of the Spirit of the Lord. You know, it's very difficult to do that, but self-discipline is a gift, a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's true. Now, I want to talk about the blessing of submission and obedience. And that is really true. There is a blessing following submission and obedience. You know, when we gain the favor of our God, the favor of our Heavenly Father, He will love to give us more and more of His blessings. Let me just remind you about some very, very important scriptures the Bible talks about. Let me take you quickly uh, to... That word which we have read earlier on. Honor father and mother. This is the first commandment with what? With a promise. So in other words, if we submit to our parents, there is a promise. If you honor your father and mother, then what? Things will go well for you and you will have a long life on earth. Have you ever read that? Or maybe you've read it, but have you ever stopped thinking about it? Oh, that's powerful, isn't it? That's a promise. That's a promise. As I said earlier on, you know, if the whole world would submit to the rules and the principles of God, we wouldn't need presence. We would not need a police force. And I would say we would not even need hospitals, at least not as many. I'm serious. Because the Bible says when we submit, we will have long life and it will go well for us. I've got a question. 
Do you want it to go well for you? Do you want your, your children to have a bright, wonderful future? Do you want them to go into a future which has great, great and wonderful things in store for them? And do you want your children to live long on earth? Well, then they need to learn submission and obedience. You see, and I'm not, I'm not condemning anybody here. Please, don't misunderstand me. But it's a fact. If people would obey the word of God, AIDS would not be an issue. I'm telling you, AIDS would never have been able to find a foothold if people would have stayed faithful to their marriage partner alone, and that would have been it. We would not know AIDS. And the only way to eradicate AIDS is by people to go back and submit to the word of God and be faithful to their marriage partner only. So in other words, no extramarital affairs, no premarital affairs. Okay, very simple. That's what the word of God is saying. Now, of course, I understand that today a lot of children are born not because of their own fault, but because they are born of parents who were already infected and they are also infected. So we can't blame them, but understand what I'm saying. The only way to get out of that situation is that we become serious to listen to the word of God. And when God says, when you honor father and mother, when you honor, when you obey the word of God, then you will have a long life, then that is true. And so don't be afraid to be serious with your children. You know, don't, don't be afraid. I know, of course, there are all kinds of rebellious ideas being put into the minds of young people and old people alike. You know, through the media, which is ever-present everywhere today, we are being bombarded with ideas which do not come from heaven, but which come from the evil one. It's very clear. You know, there are people who are sitting in certain parts of the world who are actually trying to change the world through their new ideologies. And that's what you're seeing in the films. It's not innocent. It's not by accident that they are living the way they are living together today. You understand? Undermining all the rules and the laws of God. That's by purpose. Because they are inspired by the evil one. So, please, when you go to the cinema, choose what you are going to watch. When you're watching to the box called television, and praise God for those of you who are watching right now, but if bad things are coming your way, there is an off switch on your TV set. And it does, if it doesn't have an off switch, throw it away and buy a proper one. Okay, so that you can switch off when bad stuff comes through that television set. You know, parents, do not just allow your children to watch any trash which comes along. Do not allow your children just to go on the internet and, and, and surf any site they want. There must be limitations. 
You know, that is true for young and old. It's true for me, it's true for you. You know, when the internet came into being, and you know, you are going to explore here, explore there, go around, you come across a lot of stuff. And even adults have to learn not to go to certain places. Father, I'm talking to you. Be a good example to your children. Okay? I'm standing here and I'm declaring I have limited myself of what I can watch and what I cannot watch. I have self-censorship. Even if anybody says it's not a problem, you can watch it. Certain things I'm not going to see. I don't want to have trash in my life. I want to stand here with a good conscience and preach the word of God without having bad nightmares. You understand? I don't want to come on a Sunday morning when I have watched the bad thing at night, uh, Saturday night, and then I stand here and inside, you know, it says, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> No, 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 no. You see, so we need to learn to submit and censor ourselves. You know, submit to the word of God. And remember, there are good promising, wait, promises of God waiting for us. That you will have a long life on earth. Not only in eternity, praise God for that, you know. But even on earth. Do you know that it is blessed to have a long life? People are telling us that life expectancy is 37. In our nation. We must stop that. You must, you must make a decision in your life. Parents, you must sit together and make a decision that you live long and that your children live even longer. But it will only work if there is submission. Are we together? Submission is good because it protects us. It makes us stay away from things which cost our life, which destroy us. So it's good. Not always pleasant, but good. You know, not everything the, the world calls pleasure is actually very helpful. There are things which are pleasurable, maybe for a moment, but which are very destructive in the long run. And so please learn to see the difference. Submissive people can fit into any place. And parents, if you want your children to go far in life, teach them submission, teach them obedience, teach them discipline. Because that means they can go into any company, they can be in any office, in private office, in public office, in a church office, wherever, and they will fit because they have learned those important lessons. Praise God. Hey, isn't that good? Hey, there's no better place than church. Because in church you hear the truth. And the truth will set us free. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, the Bible tells us that humble people will be lifted up. Do you want to be lifted up? 
humble yourself. <laughs> Let me take you quickly to First Peter chapter five, up to verse seven. First Peter chapter five, verse five. The Bible says, "Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you, close yourselves with humility. Close yourselves with." Humility, that's a very powerful word. When have you last put on the garment of humility? When you closed yourself this morning, did you remember to put also the garment of humility? You know? It's very important. As you, all of you close yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. You know, how many of you would want to be opposed by God? Hmm? You want to be in opposition with God? It's not a good idea. But do you want to find grace with God? Yes. Oh, praise God. I love the grace of God. And there's nothing greater, nothing more wonderful than God's grace in our world. And we find grace if we submit, if we learn to live in submission, we learn to live a humble life. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand. Then he may, what? Lift you up. Oh, praise God. You know, there are some people who are always trying to tell God from the top, God, please do this. But the Bible tells us when we submit to him, when we humble ourselves, you understand? Then God will lift you up. Praise God. Do you know there's a place which God has for you which is up? Everybody say up. Up, up, up. Up higher. That's the place which God has for you. But you have to humble yourself. Amen. Yes, give a good hands. Let me just go to the next scripture, which is very similar. And we find it in James chapter 4, verse 10. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil. I've read it before. And then it says in verse 10, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. Just in case you are saying, you know, the pastor is telling us something. The Bible says every truth shall be witnessed by two or three witnesses. You know, then it, that will stand. This will stand, isn't it? You know, if you are down, don't try to put others down and uh, try to climb over others to get on top. But submit to the Lord and he will lift you up at the right time, at God's time. Don't, don't worry. God has everything under control. You know, many people are afraid to submit because they are afraid they will be left behind. And that's why there is grabbing of things going on in this world. In the world, you know, there is trying, you know, people pushing others down so that they can get what they want. You know, let me tell you, that's not a good way to get things. The best way to get things is by submitting ourselves to the Lord. Humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of our God. And then he will lift you up. You know, no sweat. Have you seen people who are fighting for things, you know? Sometimes they are finished and they haven't even got what they wanted. But when God lifts you up, when God puts you in a place of 
honor nobody can take away from you what God will give you. Amen? Hey, this is good. When God opens your door, no one can close it. You know, when God shuts an enemy in your enemy, uh, a door in your enemy's face, that enemy will remain outside. Praise the Lord. Isn't that good? You know, submissive people have a mighty backer in God Almighty. And that's why we need to learn submission. That's why in the family is a good place to learn submission. That's why in a, in a church of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's good to learn submission. That's why in a Christian school, that's why we have a Christian school, because we believe to teach children, even as they are growing up, step by step, submission, because it will take them far. And you watch these young children who are coming up, having learned submission, they will go far. I'm very sure about that. I'm excited to see your children coming up because I see they are going far. Praise God. There are blessings. Submissive people have the hands of God under them, lifting them up. You see, we need to understand that we don't have to help God. God is in control. We don't have to do things on our own and try to, to you know, push people around so that we get what we want to get. There's a wonderful example in the Old Testament, and that is the example of Abraham and Lot. You know, the Bible tells us that Abraham and Lot uh, were together. Lot was the nephew of Abraham. Abraham had many promises. Lot had none. But Abraham said to Lot, choose which way you want to go. And Lot said, oh, this is my chance. Okay? I'm going to the fertile land down there. And he took it. What he didn't know, he took problems. You know, Abraham was a submissive person. He allowed somebody else to juice. And he took the hills which were regarded as not so fertile. But God blessed Abraham. Isn't it? And soon Lot was in trouble with all his fertile land. And it was destroyed. And he had to run away from his home. So if we trust the Lord, and if we entrust our lives into the hands of God, we are going to be safe.